mind to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton going to take a shot wide open and just struck in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a smoking shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Victory Thursday edition of the program. <laughs> trap game. What trap game? Absolute beatdown. Tennessee over Georgia last night. 70 to 41, the final. 70 That's 41, 41. for Georgia. I don't think our defensive Points. numbers really are going to take much of a hit after that one. No. <laughs> Get a little boost. Yeah. Yeah. That was something. The uh, New York duo are the only two balls in double figures, Tobey Awaka and Zakai Ziegler. Uh, Hickman, ever since you popped off at the mouth at Zakai Ziegler, he's really made you eat it. I think Hickman's our good luck charm. I mean, he challenged Plasic, yeah. and all of a sudden he starts playing better. Don't do this. You should he, now no, he doesn't. Impressed. Now he's going to be like, see, I did now it on purpose. That's why I did it. I did it on purpose. I'm not going to lie. Zakai Ziegler has been playing the best basketball of his career the last three games, but 
I mean, four weeks ago when I said what I said, I mean, it wasn't necessarily wrong. And I mean, yes, it was because it's like no, no, yes. it wasn't. It's an opinion-based question. No, it meant a good player was not playing his best. It doesn't make him the most overrated player in the country. Well, he's a starter now, so I still can oh, make the go. argument for those guys. Okay, well, I'm just letting you know everyone thinks you're wrong. Well, including an idiot. Including all the broadcasters that do Tennessee games and other games. That was part of my big gripe is when he wasn't playing good, that was the hype he was still getting. But that's what like like Brandon Miller last night had 14 points. That doesn't or 13 points. That doesn't mean he's not the best player in the SEC. Like all of a sudden he's not the most overrated player in the SEC. Everyone knows he's still the best player even though he didn't have the best game. Let's just hold off judgments until we play a team with a pulse. You don't do that. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You just give out your opinion whenever the hell you feel like it. I mean, it's kind of an opinion show. We kind of have to do yeah, that. Yeah, Chris. Well, then don't tell us to hold off on our opinions. Good point, Houston. The guy Ziegler last night, seven assists, four steals, 11 points, no turnovers. You got something nice you want to say about him? I would rather say something nice about Eros or how, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll get to Eros, uh, but you, I feel like you, can, you know maybe like hey, good job, Zakai. No, I never said he was a bad ball player. Okay, you need you need Zakai Ziggler's out there to to be a great team. You need the dogs like that. Oh, so now he's a dog. He is. He's always been a dog. Okay. They played great, and the best thing about blowing their ass out like that is he played 23 minutes. Yeah. Didn't start the second half, which is weird, but I guess that's because he had three fouls at the break. Yeah, I guess so. That was strange. I'd have played him. Uh, B.J. Edwards got a little run. Must have missed that. What was the last two minutes of the game? Yeah, <laughs> at the three-minute mark, I said, all right, no need to, no need to watch this. He, uh, let's see here. No stats recorded. Yeah, no, no stats recorded. Kinda... But he does have a two in the minutes Tr- played. Ran the clock out. Uh, Mayshack only got nine minutes. I thought he might play a little more in a game like that. Nine minutes, four points for him. If you played and weren't named B.J. Edwards, you did get in the scoring column. There you go. Julian Phillips, 22 minutes, five points. Man, I feel like he is just, he didn't make a shot from the floor. But he was close on a couple dunks. He needs to get a little... A little stronger at the rim. A little more. And I'm not saying go lift weights. But like he just like it, it's like he braces for the contact, mm-hmm. and then when they kind of back off last second, he's already. It's like he hasn't had a three point play all season. You know what I mean? He gets even he, when he hasn't gets, when he gets fouled. He doesn't uh, I won't say he hasn't, but I don't. I'm with you. I don't remember that. Um, o of two from three. Like I said, O of seven from the floor. Olivier Cumwa, eight points, twenty three minutes. Uh, he didn't lead you in rebounds. He was second, tied for second. Zakai Ziegler, 23 minutes, 11 points. Vescovy, 30 minutes, 8 points. Josiah James, 20 minutes, 6 points. I'll just do points now. Toby Awaka, 10. Adu, 6. Plavzic, 7. Mayshek, 4. Key, 5. When you hold them to, you know, 41, it's you really need that many. Still scored 70. Yeah. Balance, too. 35 on each half. What was this? We did not shoot it well. Yeah. Well, we... 
We missed like our first eight threes. We might mm-hmm. be the worst three point shooting team in the country in the first two minutes of a ball game. Mm. We got to settle in a little bit. Do we need to do a kind of simulated start during our warm up? Maybe uh, get them out of the play, way. Play a little fake defense out there. You know, get those looses out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Uh, over the final 30 minutes of the game, actually, mm-hmm. I think it was closer to 31. Tennessee surrendered 24 points to Georgia. <sighs> it was funny. It was there was nine. 9.06 left, and they were at 30. And I'm like, are they going to get to 40? With nine, with nine yeah. minutes to go. Yeah. But, they, you know, you look at they, they were yeah. on pace. They were doing about a point a minute. Yeah. And it was really close. I think they made their last uh, shot with what, like five seconds to go, eight seconds to go? And we just dribbled it out? I think I don't even think it, there was that much time on the clock, actually. And they got that layup right before the half. They hit their first... Three shots, I believe. I think it was six to two at one point. Then we put the clamps on. Yeah. We gave him a little bit of hope to start the game. They were all excited. Mikey White's over there just, you know who my brother is? Dr. Dan was in the stands eating popcorn with the wifey. She looked thrilled to be there. Well, yeah. He's He got paid. He's being facetious. She did not look thrilled to be there. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she was just waiting. I mean, I, I've seen that look on ladies' oh, faces before. And she bet, looked I like you have a she looked like she was waiting to start the biggest fight whenever they got mm. to the house that night. Oh, you think it was that bad, huh? Maybe. I mean, I don't know what she was thinking inside her head, but she mm, hate to be. She Dr. could Dan. just. She could just have you know, a resting face of. Maybe he hadn't told her about the new raise. She was yet. at least offering him popcorn. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, it's not like she had it and was like, "You want it? You can come get it." She was like, she was holding out the the popcorn for him, and he was scarfing it. It's good that Doctor Dan likes the in house popcorn. Is it? Yeah. Okay. If he didn't, well, let's be real though. It's it's still not good popcorn. Yes, it is. Have you had it? You're saying TBA popcorn is not good? You're crazy. Man. I mean, if we're, com- I mean, it's not. If, if you say movie theater popcorn, I'm going to punch you. Like no, nothing compares to movie theater popcorn. But it's literally the exact same popcorn. They just don't. They don't have the butter to put on it. The butter squeeze. TBA popcorn. That's like the. That's one of my favorite smells of all time. When you first get to a basketball game, yeah. and you're out there in the cold, and then they come and you. Well, you used to give your ticket and they rip it, but as soon right. as you walk towards the door and that warm air is just pouring out, mm-hmm. and you just. Popcorn. Soak it up. Oh, man. Go get a popcorn, a Petro, and an orange tea. Ooh. Sounds pretty That good. hits right there. That's a hitter. It's just the way it goes. Brad Rose says maybe she doesn't like her brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is, she's like, oh, can I go spend time with the family tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the game, Mike's, yeah. Mike's going to want to go and hang out. going to stay up all night talking. How does that work? Like, Surely, like, Danny, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of weird if the athletic director goes to a walkthrough or a practice. Like, does do Danny and Mikey, like, do they get to even see each other? On, like, does Danny go to the hotel? Pretty sure they were going to try and get dinner last night is what the plan was. Or the, I mean, the night before last. Where did you hear this? Was that on the broadcast? 
I don't know. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> well, I don't remember where. Did where did you hear that? What? I'm just curious as to where you might have heard this information as to Danny White's dinner plans. Where did I hear that? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be Tuesday night dinner, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. You're making this up. <laughs> I swear this I heard it. It depends on the the game. Like sometimes the coaches will eat with the players, but a lot of times the the road trips, it's like, hey, the players go out and have dinner with, you know, the the team, and then the coaches go somewhere a little more swanky, uh, more private, typically. Ah, uh, yes. At least in my experience. I mean. In my experience, you know, Coach Summit, there are certain restaurants where, and especially when you're going to towns that are familiar with women's basketball, like, she'd never get to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you walk through a cheesecake factory in Durham, and it's like, oh, Spiel dang line it. Of yeah. people. I don't know if there is a cheesecake factory in Durham. That was just the one that came to mind. You went cheesecake factory, huh? Girls love the cheese. I mean, you think about it. You invent young. They have everything. That's the th- I mean, the menu is a book. So, you know, we and that was always the discussion. Like, you know, some of the girls really wanted steaks or seafood. Some girls wanted pasta. So if there was a Cheesecake Factory, we pretty much went there every time. Really? Well, I mean, it's good. The portions are nice. And there's literally whatever you want. Oh, you want pizza? Oh, you want Southern? Oh, you want Asian? Pasta? Burger? burger, Steak? Seafood? Just cheesecake? I don't think there are enough. Whatever's on the menu or was it not buffet style? Like the players would just go through. No, you're talking about when you went with the team, right? Yeah, when we for team dinner the night order. before, yeah, you just go to a restaurant and order food because there's only I'm trying to think with the managers and the support staff that went with the team and the team it was only like twenty twenty something people. Now team meal was typically yeah. a buffet because there's more people at that, right? Like the next day or something, pregame meal I should say. What do you think, Doctor Dan took Mikey to Roost Chris? Maybe. Who makes more now? What? Who makes more money now? Oh, Mike or Doctor Dan with the raise yesterday up to two point two mil. Uh, Mike White makes. If he, I'm Mike, I'm definitely making damn pay. He got the raise. Absolutely. So Mike, Mike White, we're celebrating your raise, right? That means you're paying. <laughs> Mike White's on a six-year deal worth twenty-one point nine million. Good lord, for that basketball team, incredible. Gonna start at three mil and rise a hundred thousand dollars every year. Just saw that highlight where Ziegler got posterized. He didn't get posterized. He got out of the way. <laughs> yeah, he quit he on it. <laughs> yeah, that's why he. That's why he quit on it. What is he gonna do? Jump up there and block it two feet above the rim? I, I gotta knock him for that. <laughs> Take the charge, man. You're there. They don't give you the charge in that situation. Yeah, no, it'd have been. It'd have been. Some refs do. He smartly backed up. Because he was about to get either hurdled or... He would have got hurdled. Knee to the throat. Or worse. What could be worse? I mean, he's so short. The Nick Saban joke, buddy. guy's knee would have hit him in the face. (laughs) He was in the restricted arc, too, so any contact would have been a three-point play. Especially Pat Adams. You get it now? D's. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's so short. I mean... The guy might have jumped over him. I don't know. I was telling Houston when I walked in, I was like, the first time I turned the TV on, I saw Adu and Plavich on the floor at the same time with Key yeah. and like <laughs> Ziegler and somebody else. I would have turned it I off. I like, what in the world? <laughs> you don't get to sit there and bitch about it if you didn't watch it. I watched it. 
I'd have turned it off. Well, did you have it on or not? I had it on. The ESPN app sucks, but it was on. I will say, though, Euros Plavzic, he might be becoming one of my favorite players no, on this team. No! <laughs> no! No! No, I don't think so. You could say you're proud of him, but you do not get to say one of your favorite players after all the, the smack. You, you wanted him off the team. For good reason. No! This is this is why you don't just cast somebody out with the first time they make a bad play. The you see first the time I gave him about three years you, worth. You see the potential, and you see it's growth, it's development. These aren't NBA players; they're in college. They're learning how to figure it out. One of your favorite players. I ought to just. I'm gonna pour my coffee on your face, just like kingpin. That's that was the sound of your skin melting. Off your skull. Well, Houston, you said you wanted him to peak last night and peak on Saturday. So, do you think last night was peaking? No, I don't. I mean, it. I thought we played like crap and won by thirty. Is what I think, which is a very good thing. I mean, this was. I know they looked awful last night. This is not a terrible Georgia team. They're not good. They're a bubble team right now, or were until last night. I mean, they went to Kentucky and lost by fourteen. We beat them by twenty nine. They did lose by three to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's been playing pretty well lately. But they beat Mississippi State. Ole Miss doesn't count. This team beat Auburn. This team beat Auburn by 12. How is that even possible? What, did you see Auburn last night? Mm, yeah. yeah. Good point. They're not, not the same. I'm just saying. They, this team beat Notre Dame. I know Notre Dame's not having the greatest of years. This is, I mean, it's not a good Georgia team. Don't hear me say that. But they're, they're, this is not Ole Miss who gave us actually a tougher game on the road than George did last night. What are the SEC standings? That's what I was saying. I, I was saying we played well, and you were saying we played like crap. I just I, I think our defense was really, really good after the first five minutes. I don't think we played well offensively. Okay. Although he was tweaking. The, and I'm not saying that as in this team has no hope. I thought he mixed up lineups and was trying to give some guys rest and play some guys more minutes at different spots. I mean – Brett mentioned it. At one point on the floor, it was Adu, Plavzic, Josiah Jordan-James, Tyreek Key, and Phillips. And it's like, hmm. what is this? Uh, Georgia did a really good job running uh, Vescovy off the three-point line, so he didn't get... Mm-hmm. How, many, how many attempts did he have from three? Couldn't have been many. Uh, this says, yeah, three. He was two of three. But a lot of times he'd catch it, and those guys, you know, they're just right there. They're running yeah. under screens, through screens. That was a pretty good, you know. I don't know if I'd say there was a play of the night. Alley to come while late was pretty good. At that point, it felt like we were just kind of drawing stuff up keys, that was working. He's a pump fake fly by step back three. That was no, that was nice. Right? That was nice. Maybe Zeb at halftime. <laughs> yeah, Zeb. Speaking of halftime. The uh, the student hit the layup free throw three pointer. He did for six hundred bucks. Well, we gave it all away. I mean, Hypel, Danny White, Rick Barnes. Yeah, we we just don't have any money left. That was for the ball shop, right? Something like that. It used to be like t- even, free tuition, cash? free tuition yeah, for a semester it was to the ball shop. It was actually like a product. I mean, so they're we're know, getting the money up. back by golly. Yeah, I mean. I will say announced attendance last night, not bad. They got enough in there? 
Animals 20,000. Okay. 19,802 was announced. I'm sure it was a little lower than that. But you think about that. I mean, Thompson Bowling Arena at 75% full is still bigger. It's still more people than the majority of arenas in the SEC. It was good for our guys to work against the zone some. We haven't seen many teams trying to do that. No, we haven't. Which it was good. I'm pretty sure Georgia hit, what, three threes in the first ten minutes? And then they went one for Ever. 17 the rest of the way. It was surprising that I remember at one point in the second half, I was like, man, it feels like we're getting out rebounded. And at that point, we were up by one on the rebounding. Oh. I mean, rebounding margin last night was 43 to 39 in favor of Tennessee, which was good. But it felt like we had a lot of opportunity. To, I mean, it's crazy to say, like, we could have, we literally. Could have beat this team by 50. Yeah, a lot worse. A lot worse. Did you guys recognize anybody out there for Georgia? Anybody look familiar? No. Really? They even talked about it. Pretty in-depth. Justin Hill for the Georgia Bulldogs. Formerly the best player at Longwood. Uh Oh, yeah, I was trying to play some Tennessee Yeah, that connection. was such a weird question for the for the, what the answer was. Uh, first of all, did I recognize him? No. Did I hear that he transferred from Longwood? Yes. Longwood. You should have knew where I was going with that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, it, it's Georgia. Like, I didn't know, where, like, obviously it's Mikey White, Danny's brother, other players. But yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Longwood. Yeah. Got it. He kinda had a tough night, old Mr. Hill. Yeah, he did. I've never not watched that kid play a basketball game where they give the whole spiel about no, his dad played ball here, his mom played ball here. They used to have family pickup games. They did it last night? Yeah. Well, you know, they had to create content during this one. <laughs> Not yeah, games like that are probably really yeah, tough. Not a lot of strategy discussions when it's 57 to 30 halfway through the second half. All right, we'll uh, come back with more off and running victory Thursday edition of the program. Danny White getting paid. Other stuff to get to as well. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out. Welcome back to 3 and Out, off and running on this Thursday edition of the program. If you want to weigh in on the Big Orange Philly phone lines, give us a shout. 865-546-8200. This defense just swarming. Swarming defense. <laughs> I think it's nice, uh, I mean... Yes. We well, we've had teams before that have won a bunch of regular season games, but 
it's nice that this team seems to just keep their foot on the throat. Not, not have, have we haven't had that many like now well, we're just playing down to the competition lapses lately. And now the guys will be rewarded. I they guess get a, just Ole Miss, but that was first road game. Yeah, now now the the boys will get rewarded. They get a big game against Texas College Game Day, and it won't you know not going to be any playing down in that one. It'll be top ten showdown. They still top ten? Yeah, they are ten, aren't they? I think so. Dang it! What do you mean, dang it? You don't want them to be top ten? No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I guess. What's it? Six o'clock? ESPN. Yes. All right. I don't know a lot about Texas. Just saying. Okay. Man, really would have liked Bama to drop that one last night. Mm-hmm. Would have been nice. Well, if somebody in here wasn't rooting so hard for Brandon Miller, maybe uh, That's a good point. Maybe they would have. I just appreciate good basketball play. And yet, you make fun of Zakai Ziegler. I don't make fun of him. Yeah, you kind of do. Uh, Connecticut lost again last night. Wow. That's six of their last eight. Who did they lose to last night? Xavier. Sean Miller just got them rolling. Yeah, Xavier up to 13th in the country. A&M did go to the Plains and basically whoop Auburn start to finish. 79-63. Down goes Pearl. Mm. Nate, distraught. Yeah. Uh, Providence beat Butler. Those were the only ranked games from last night. Florida, of course, dominated South Carolina because South Carolina stinks. I mean, really, the sh- the, the the story last night was Big Drew Pember. Yeah, I was just trying to see if there are any highlights of that game. I can't find any. Are they beat Presbyterian 88-80 in uh, overtime. His shot is so smooth. No, it's not. Uh, Yeah, it is. No, it's not. I like it. Well, yeah, when it goes in, it's good. Don't hear me say otherwise, but it's not a smooth shot. He played uh, 42 minutes in the overtime game. 14 of 24, 8 of 10 from 3, 12 of 13 from the line, uh, 6 offensive, 6 defensive rebounds for 12 points. Two, I mean, 12 rebounds. Two so blocks. Two blocks. So 48 points and 12 rebounds in UNC Asheville's 88-80 victory over the Blue Hose of Presbyterian. So Pember leads the Big South in points per game. I would imagine. Rebounds per game and blocks per game. Are you serious? Yep, all three. Good Lord. Uh, last year, the battle for Big South Player of the Year obviously came down to Pember and former Tennessee great DJ Burns. Uh, <laughs> this year, it looks like Pember's probably going to run away with it. Good for him, man. Yeah. I've always liked UNC Asheville. Really? Oh, when I was young, they had Kenny George. Oh, uh, oh, man. I thought I'd found a copy of the entire game. But, no. Still in the hunt. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll I mean, I, I've seen there. the highlight reel like four times now on Twitter. 
Really? Just, oh, I was just I was on uh, YouTube. I'll have to check Twitter. Forty-eight, forty-eight and twelve. It's unbelievable. I don't think he had forty-eight points his entire career here at Tennessee. <laughs> oh yeah, he he played. He he wasn't like uh. I mean, he wasn't like a, Edwards. I don't know. He got two minutes last night. Two possessions essentially. That almost made me more mad. That he got in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, can we not put him in? We're up thirty. Like, do we have to wait I mean, till we're up? The, the I mean, game up was 20? never in question yeah. after about the ten minute mark of the first half. They weren't scoring. I mean, I mean, give the kid some run. I just didn't understand the point. We got a lot of talent just sitting over there. I on quit the watching the game at the end. I mean, and then everybody's tweeting about BJ Edwards is alive. Mm. <laughs> Click back over and he's just going through the motions. I'm like, nah, coach, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, what you know, the first possession he brought the ball down as a point guard, and the next possession he played off and keep key, key had the ball, so I, Man, I I'd don't be know. up there judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean I saw the stat line for one Georgia guy I got two minutes, he's out there He's a checker. For, yeah. A checker. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just not part of the plan this year. That's he okay. lets the game come to him though. I do like that about him. I mean, literally, he has to. <laughs> no, but some, you know, some guys they, uh, you know, they, they get out there and they try to they try to take themselves Trying to the game. He really, he really takes it all in. You yeah. know, yeah. he's one of those guys that really turns it on in the last two minutes of the game. Just really lets it come to him for the first say thirty eight minutes or so, and then, then sits back, watches, takes it all in. And then he's going for your jugular and garbage time. Exactly. You love it. I mean, Nate mentioned it, almost had an assist to Key. Almost, yeah. Key got a shot blocked. Key got blocked. But what a, oh, what an assist that would have been. Mm-hmm. Just great stuff. <sighs> yeah, I found the video, Hickman, thanks. Of what, Pember? Yeah. Just I mean, eight, 8 of 10 from 3, that's insane. Guys don't do that from the free throw line. Six eleven dude out here shooting eight of ten from three. God, he just hit this one right in this guy's face. He just like jab stepped him, just pulled it. Well, he's six eleven. I mean, I no one's gonna block the shot. I mean, it must be nice to know you can get it off from anywhere. Yeah. Pause. Oh. <laughs> I mean, except when you're playing post for Tennessee. He never even flashed. Like, let's not come on. Let's let's. He did. He did from the outside. He didn't play him there. He never shot a three. Or never made one here, I don't think. <laughs> it's development, Houston. We, You know, you can't just write a guy off. I agree. Yeah, he, we, I, you know? I didn't want him to leave, but we develop him, and then he goes elsewhere and blows up. Uh, he should have gone the other way. He should have gone to Asheville, done all this. Then we bring him back home. <laughs> he still could. Still he's, got, he's got a grad transfer. We did lose some, some, a number of people. <laughs> Come home, Come. Drew. <laughs> Come home. Beard boy makes good. It wasn't his fault. Uh, well, I mean, point. we'll have the spots. Yeah. Comes back, averages. We put him right back in the post. He <laughs> averages two points, two rebounds, and three fouls athletes. a game. Yeah. Against better athletes. I mean, surely you can get some open shots from three. He's always open. 
That's what I'm saying. Who are they going to put on him that can block his shot out there? Mm-hmm. He could get a good NIL deal with Weigels. Open 24-7. Not all Weigels are open 24-7. Yeah, so not all Weigels are as good as the one in Kodak. Got it. You I, know, I think maybe, it has a lot to do with the exit. Maybe, maybe, he was Buc- just, maybe Bucky's once it opens a that's true. Maybe he was just like Tobe Walker, but didn't get the opportunity, you know? Uh, I mean, I feel like he played quite a bit his first year, but probably not in the right spot or the right situation. I don't disagree with that. I he only he... got five and a half minutes a game. Yeah. I remember, I for some reason, he got a oh, okay. lot of run in that Wisconsin game when they came here and kicked our ass. You remember that? I, I mean, like... I remember the game. I don't remember him playing I a lot. I feel like we got a lot of Drew Pember in that game. He was... Uh, he was 33, you know, and a third percent from three his first year. How and many did he take? And they got worse. How many did he take? Uh, Why is that not on here? I don't know. I'll have to find it. Was it three? Oh, here it is. Um, He was three, three of 15. That, wait, what? That's 20%. Yeah, why that's why I have <laughs> It says 33%. I'm not a math guy, but I'm pretty sure if you were 33% and took 15 threes, that would be five made threes. I don't know. Take it up with sports reference. His profile pic on the UT Sports page back when he was here is him trying to dunk on somebody. Yeah, the Memphis game. He (laughs) took off and went for it, and just I think he he got fouled at least. Oh, sorry. I was looking at the wrong category. He was 33% from the field (laughs) his Mm. first year. Uh Uh-huh. On 24 attempts. It was 8 of 24 total. So 5 of 9 from 2 and 3 of 15 from 3. Gotcha. Yeah. 10 of 14 from the line. And he played less his second year. His second year he played 2.8 minutes a game. 2.8 mm-hmm. minutes a game. Right. Okay. Yeah. That would be the Springer year? Yeah. Right. He averaged 0.2 points that second year. Uh, and then his first year at UNCA, he averaged 15.7, and this year he's averaging 20.5. Jeez. And he scored more points than Georgia did. <laughs> yes, by himself. Yeah. I think it was the most points in D1 basketball this year. Probably. I don't. I mean, I haven't heard of a game more than 48. I thought that was a stat I saw as well. Man, could you imagine if you got to 50? Lord. Well, good for the hometown yeah, kid. <laughs> the uh, the kid that the kid that brought a state championship home to right. the doghouse. Oh, his picture will be on that hallway heading into the ROTC building. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Was it Glover, the point guard? Yeah, Quez. Yeah, I don't know where he went. Where he's at now? Yep, Samford. That sounds right. Actually, we'll come back. Final segment, hour one next. Final segment, hour one. I think we're just taking those shots. Oh, Quentin Tarantino was on Howard Stern. I'm going to have to check that out. Mm. Uh, so, what? We we talked a little bit about it, but what do you think about the Danny White extension? How, how many 
I just saw the. It's a rolling money. six. That's what it was. Yeah, rolling six. Takes six years to build an athletic. Department. Well, he did it in two. Really took the took the. Good, yeah, I guess yeah. Right at he's right at two now, isn't he? Took the good inheritance of uh, baseball and basketball coach and got the. Got the one you yeah, got to get right around I, here. I, right. Hear, I hear what you're saying about inheriting, but he did lock Tony V down when he was the hottest coach in the country and could have gone literally anywhere. I mean, LSU wanted him. Yeah. yeah and we locked him down and promised him a new stadium. The renderings look good. The stadium environment at football games is unbelievable. Yeah, Bas- I think it... <sighs> Compared I've, to what it was, Hickman, come on. No, oh, I mean, like, it was always good for big games. I think it's more consistently good across That's the board. That's what I'm saying. But- I, I'm not talking about, like, the environment as far as how many people and how rabid they are. I'm talking about the stuff, right? Okay. The videos, the the party deck, the fireworks, the entertainment. Like, everything's just better. And there's there's less of the time when you're at the stadium or at a game and you're just sitting there like... Well, what are we waiting on here? Mm-hmm. There's always something to kind of, like when you're waiting on the TV timeout guy out there with the big clock and he's looking at his watch, there's something to kind of, you know, they're playing a video or some, you know, it's good. I think yeah. I think he's done a good job. And people are like, oh, that's not Danny. That's that's 100% Danny. Like that's him saying to certain people, do do more, do better. Mm-hmm. Like I, I laughed at the fireworks in the light show. I was like, oh, come on. It, it's good. And most people just realize he's doing think he's just doing it in the major sports. But like a lot of his championships, like women's soccer won an SEC championship. No, yeah, so it's like, top it's so top to bottom. I mean I don't know how much input he's have and like on those environments or whatever, but it seems like everybody's like really happy with the work environment as far as the coaches, the players the players all feel supported, which is good. So yeah, I mean I think he's done a great job. And I don't know, it's crazy. Like Two point two million. He's tops in the SEC, I believe. Top eight, na- uh, top eight nationally. Two point feels like a steal. Two point two. Yeah. Like, am I crazy? Well, eighties just don't make the you know the money that coaches make. So well, I, I no, way. I understand that. But when you think about what he's done since he's been here and how important his job really yeah, is, yeah, surely he's paying for himself. I mean, oh pretty, yeah, pretty easily already. There. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Maybe they offered him eight and he gave it all to NIL. I don't know. Could happen. Rolling six. Nah. But I'm assuming that means the buyout goes down every every year a little bit, even with the rolling six. He's guaranteed a 5% raise each year. So White will make $2.31 million, I guess, next year. Okay. So two point two this year. Good. I mean that's that's nothing. That's a lot more palatable than I mean I mean, do you remember when Hypo got the one million dollar raise after we beat Pitt? It had been agreed upon earlier in mm-hmm. the offseason. But we beat Pitt. He gets the one Well what do we do with giving him a million what's he done? Just beat Pitt? Now we're gonna lose to Florida now and you're gonna look real dumb. It just feels we were we were way closer to blowing them out than losing that game. We just had that one moment where it's like, oh god, are we are we really gonna find this way to find a way to lose this game? The old onside kick routine. <laughs> I mean, they had a, they had a chance, but <sighs> but that defense, Tim Banks, yep. smart, just blitz them on the hail mary yep. play, make them uncomfortable. It was smart. It actually was a good call. 
I, I think it's great. I mean, we'll obviously have to kind of wait and see on Hypel, mm -hmm. but so far, from the public eye, right? I have no idea what Danny White's like behind the scenes. I have no idea what his his long term plan is. If it's going to be like, will Tennessee look like Tennessee in five to ten years if he's still here? I don't know. But I'm just saying, snapshot right now, he's done a great job. He's done a great job. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think you can even argue that. I mean, there's just no... What What did I see in our men's and women's top ten sports? Nine are in the top ten nationally right now? I mean, think about that. Mm -hmm. Like tennis, golf, football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, women's softball, women's soccer. Like it's diving. Yeah, yeah, swimming. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. We're top ten in everything. Like we're going to win the President's Cup by maybe the widest margin ever if this continues. The President's Cup is the cup that goes to the president. You're uh, nodding. The university. Like you, yeah. No, it's not. The, no. It's for the, it's like for the, the, it's like the all, it's athletic performance. It's like yeah. the all sports. You were nodding. Right. And I just wanted to change the ending to see if you okay. could pick up on hmm. You ever heard of the President's Cup, Hickman? I have never really it's basically paid who, to It's basically it who's the best overall athletic department in the country. Oh, yeah, it's us. It is us, and it's it might not even be close at this point. I mean, I feel like we're kind of taking it for granted. Do you remember five years ago? Do I? Yes. Five it's, years it's, ago. We were good at it's nothing. Been a, it's been a Nothing. Star. We stunk in every sport. Maybe not five. Maybe maybe six or seven. Like years one and two with Barnes. What was that? 20, like 2017. Butch Jones loses the most games in a single season in the history of Tennessee football. Rick Barnes hasn't quite got – maybe by then we we were a little better. His first year was 2015, right? He's been here eight years. That sounds right. Anyway, there was just a stretch where it's like, we stink in women's basketball. We're not very good at basketball. Obviously, we were going to be. We stink at football. Baseball was coming off of a nightmare stretch. And now look at us. Imagine dealing with me in that stretch. No. I'm not going to imagine that. I don't like dealing with you in this stretch. Fair. So what do we, I mean, how much credit do you give him? Was it a lot of luck? Is it a lot of just like, don't spill the juice? Or is he... I give him a lot of credit. I think it's, it's really similar to a coach that rebuilds a, a program where it's like, well... You had some talent there, but the last guy like couldn't get it all going in the right direction on the same page, whatever. And then you added, you know, you've actually added some people that are. I mean, and I don't just mean Josh Heupel. I mean, I'm sure there are people in the athletic department that were that are talented, you know, skilled people that just mm -hmm. were kind of not pointing the right direction under the last regime. I mean. I know people love Philip Fulmer for winning a national championship in football, but like he did a terrible job as an athletic director. No one really disagrees with that. And Danny White is is built to be an athletic director, not to be a national championship winning football coach who we hoped could run the athletic program. Yeah, I mean he's he's always been this type of person, and I mean, it's, it's his family. They all are. Yeah, so. except Mike, who's a coach, but his other brother, his dad, and his sister, right? Mm -hmm. They're all in the in an athletic. Director or support athletic director role? 
So, yeah, it's it's everything's everything is better than expected. Or, I, I mean, when you have to complain because the team's so good, they underperform in the postseason, or. Or even even Josh Heupel's team. I mean, hey, we we got to this point and now we've underperformed right at the end of the season. That's it's a different type of disappointment. Like it's it's kind of good good disappointment if that mm-hmm. can be a thing, instead of the just like oh my god, why can't you guys be competent? You know, why can't you just this is Tennessee for crying out loud? We, we how are we losing to these eight teams? You know, or these three teams in football or what? You know what I mean? Just yeah, I'll never like I'll just I'll never forget like that Georgia State game. Just being there, like what in the world? And it wasn't just like a one-off, like oh, in this one game, like there's no clue what happened. There was dumb crap like that that happened with Jeremy Pruitt when Tennessee would beat teams. You would watch it and be like, what are we doing? Why can't we not just look like a football team? At the University of Tennessee, mm-hmm. there's just a, a there's just a, a baseline level, and just Danny White's regime has made it like like bread bench. I, I mean, every sport, you know, every sport just at minimum is competent. And then when you set that stage up for some of these coaches and some of these players, all of a sudden you get these like like the baseball team last year, like holy crap. No one expected that during the regular season. I mean, I know they came up short in the Super, but I mean, that's that's what's been missing for Tennessee sports for a long time is yeah. those seasons where it's completely unexpected to be so much better than the preseason kind of prediction. So, Which I do think it's, got, it's gotten harder to do. Like, there's more data to predict and project. Oh, yeah, that's but, a good point. But it is nice when it happens. It's it's the most fun. We'll come back, kick off Hour 2 next.